0: Welcome to the midweek Mission Ridge podcast known as Footnotes. Footnotes is here to give you some of the stuff that we didn't have time to cover in the sermon and encourage you to dig in deeper as you study the text. So let's dive in and check out what's in the footnotes. Welcome to another episode of Footnotes. Glad to have you with us on the podcast this week. We're cracking up already. This is going to be a fun one. All right. Uh, Today on the podcast, Jennifer Bartlett.
1: Hi, guys. Kyle Wonders. <laughs> Hello, ba da ba Kyle, I think I need a second.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> oh my! And Rob, Rob is here also. Yeah,
3: yeah, I am here.
0: Oh. It's not me
1: cracking up this time. It's
0: Jen's fault. I'm Jen cracking up. I'm so confused. <laughs> we switched right. bodies. It's Freaky Friday style. Uh, okay, <laughs> on a Tuesday. <laughs> on a mon- It's Monday. It's Monday. <laughs> it's been a week. Uh. Wow! (laughs) I just that was fantastic. So anyway, uh, let's uh, let's dive into some footnoty goodness for today.
3: Yikes! Uh, You ever have a noise just kind of squirrel you? Squirrel, squirrel,
0: just like you're just like then you hear the noise and you're just gone on a tangent. Yes, yeah, oh, absolutely, all the time.
3: That was (laughs) like that is a fantastic noise.
0: <laughs> that was that was a water bottle
3: being squeezed into the
1: microphone.
0: There, there you go. I mean, Welcome to equivalent. ASMR with Mission Ridge. This is, thing is not that pleasant for your eardrums. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Is it
2: AS Mission Ridge? The MR and <laughs> ASMR. The <fans laughs> <for> Mission Ridge. <laughs> Help send help.
0: <gasps> so uh so Ramezes
1: we're 3 minutes in. How that's is That's fantastic.
0: <laughs> uh no. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So we are finishing up our parables series here. We wrapped it up this week with a sermon about the Pharisee and the tax collector, both praying out their little hearts mm-hmm. in the temple and uh and we didn't we didn't really dig into the uh Ramez uh, slash drosh, you know, use the part as that we've been using through the series. We didn't really talk about that this week in the sermon because it wasn't really needed for for where Rob was going with it. So <clears throat> we thought it might be kind of the thing to do on this episode of Footnotes to uh, to talk about the Ramez, or a Ramez possibility, I should say.
3: Yeah, because this is one that, you know, Marty talks about summer mezzes he he spends years on. Yep. So in uh Luke 18:12 Jesus says the Pharisee states, I fast twice a week, I give tithes of all that I get. In the Greek that tithes of all that I get, it's it's interesting way it's written. It's, it's one that I've I've just kind of wrestled with and like what what is he saying here? Why is he saying it this way? Um, he says, "The tithes I tithe all things as many as I um, acquire."
2: Hmm.
0: Okay.
3: I tithe all things as many as I acquire. Now, when you think in in terms of tithing for us, we we tithe typically off of of a paycheck, but these were. Predominantly subsistence farmers, you know that was their primary. Sure. Means Most people of are growing food. Yep, and and the tithe was something that you uh, would take on uh, on certain feast days, and you would would tithe it before the Lord as you consumed it before the Lord. So this idea of of Tithing on everything that I acquire, like that's, it just doesn't. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound like the right kind of wording. Hmm, okay. I tried to. I tried to see if that Greek word shows up in the uh, Septuagint. It, it doesn't, at least, at least not on the, my initial look. Um. But there is a story. Actually, the very first tithe story in the scriptures, and it has to do with uh Abram, okay, and uh he ties to Melchizedek,
0: mm-hmm. uh huh. Melchizedek,
2: another fun Bible name, mm-hmm. as some people would say. Well, never mind. I ju- if you name your child Melchizedek, like maybe I'll pay you ten dollars.
3: Oh, I maybe.
0: I've always heard the uh, if you are with child for your consideration. That's, that's a good one. That's what our that's what Aaron used to use back at real life.
2: Hmm. We had a like million dollar name situation, like an extra credit name. Oh, so a teacher in high school would be like, "I'll give you extra credit if you name your kid this." We get the extra credit X amount of years after his class. Sure. Hopefully. No one was with child in his class. That would be good. Yeah. It's nice like that
0: sometimes.
3: All right. Sorry, continue. So Melchizedek. That was a nice squirreling moment.
0: Well, we were just giving you time to Google things.
3: There you go. So (laughs) so in Genesis 14, uh, it says that, uh, after his return from the defeat of, I'm not sure how to say that name.
0: Another name for your consideration.
3: <laughs> cheddar la <Le-Amour>. That <laughs> the,
0: fantastic. Yeah. Well done.
3: Chedor limmer. Cheddar It Lamer. sounds like cheddar, cheddar limmer.
0: Like I love cheddar.
3: <laughs> and the and the kings who He's were with wrong. him, the king of Sodom, went out to meet him okay. at the valley of Shavé. Sh- that is the king's valley and Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. Now he was the priest of God Most High. He blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be the God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tenth of all. Now, in this case... He's giving him a tenth of everything that he acquired.
0: Mm.
2: Interesting. And it does say of
3: all. Hmm. And it does say of all. All right. So I don't know what to do with this, Ramez. I don't know what AKA the...
0: what the drosh would be.
3: What, I don't know what the drosh would be.
0: So, which would make it a so it, and, and I don't know if we've talked about that during the series here. we probably should have talked about this, but um you could have you could have possible like you can be looking for these remeses, but a remes by itself doesn't necessarily mean anything without the drosh because the Ramez's purpose is to point you to the drosh right so yeah, cool connections, nifty, fun, fun, but if you can't do anything with them. Like if it doesn't point you to a deeper truth. Well, and that deeper
3: truth has to be based upon what is being communicated
0: in the Peshat.
3: In the parable itself.
0: Yes. Yeah, in that surface level teaching of the parable.
3: Yeah, so that's a that's a possible um remes there. Uh, so. some other possible remeses are you know, to uh, Psalm fifty one. See if I've got that here. I don't. I was thinking oh yes. Was a... uh, oh. Be gracious to me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the greatness of your compassion. Blot out my transgression. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin, for I know my transgressions. My sin is ever before me. And so there may be a connection back to Psalm 51.
0: I think back in Luke 14, verse 11, he uses that exact same. Uh... How he ends the parable with the the line about uh, how does that the, the parable what's the line at the end of the parable it's the the humble? may all it? the humble be exalted. Yeah, all who humble
2: themselves be exalted. Something along those lines. The humble
0: and exalted, and that it's the exact same line that he uses back in Luke fourteen eleven, um, mm-hmm. which I don't think is necessarily a remez. I think that that might have something to do with that. Right. Might just be that Jesus is using the same teaching and so you could compare the two teachings and maybe have a better understanding of what he's getting at.
3: Yeah, that could be uh an inclusio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um which is you kind of bookending a couple yeah. a number of stories and and really kind com- combining them together to make you just kind of go- consider all the stories together. Did you know what so no,
1: both Kyle not. and I had they like deer. Had
0: deer in the headlights look like <laughs> Inclusio. Well, we, we've Inclusio actually, us in this knowledge. That's <laughs> my Harry Potter spell from fifth grade right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking too.
2: Um,
1: I Inclusio
0: just, the gospel. <laughs> I
1: just high-fived you and high-fived myself. Yeah.
3: <laughs> there may be another Ramez to Ezra 96. Oh my God, I'm ashamed and embarrassed to lift up my face to you. Ah. My God, for our iniquities have risen above our heads and our guilt has grown even to the heavens. And this was in relation to uh, the people intermarrying. Mm-hmm. And so you know, this is back to that idea of the the kingdom of priests. are we are we assimilating? Are we isolating, or are we being like Daniel, mm. or or persevering, and mm. and maybe uh, Jesus is indicating that the the sin of the tax collector is that you've you've assimilated. Mm.
0: Interesting. Okay.
3: You are marrying, and so so Jesus is not letting the tax collectors off the hook. No. Uh, I
0: mean, he tells like you. Like you said, in, in the very next story, we get Zacchaeus, and he uh, tells him, you know, inspires him to change his ways.
3: Yeah, and and maybe, and we don't know how far along the journey, uh, I, I didn't look at this intently, but, you know, I know in chapter 19, um, he, he's entering... Into Jericho, we're told. Um, I'm not sure if we know where exactly he is on the road. Um, I don't know, but it's possible that these uh, the interaction with the rich young ruler and Bartimus. you know, happened near Jericho or at Jericho. And so this could have been a parable that Zacchaeus had heard.
0: Mm. Oh, that would be intriguing.
1: Fascinating.
0: Hmm.
2: All right. Something that just came to me. Um, yesterday in the sermon, Rob, you talked about a thing where they repeat words like, holy, um, holy, holy. Yes. What was that called?
3: Um, I... I don't know what the term is for that.
0: I and I don't know if there is one off the top of my head. Well,
2: regardless, that same sentiment is almost what we were talking about, like the Luke fourteen to eighteen, like the repetition of ideas to build the mm. level mm-hmm. of importance. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure, and well, yeah, I mean, so and and you see this, you see this in when you're reading when you're reading teachings of stuff. They'll hit these same words over and over and over uh it ties back to uh the poetry jewish poetry rhymes ideas not necessarily the sounds um i think it ties back somewhat to that um but also with the uh the 14 and the 18 like seeing that same thing show up a couple times jesus spent 3 years teaching with his disciples we don't have every conversation recorded in the Gospels. Yeah. Each one of the Gospels is going to pick out the conversations that they want to have in there to hit their audience mm-hmm. that they're in they're, they're the people that they're writing to. They're they're pulling out their highlights right um, that tell the the story the best from their perspective. Um, some of them are the same.
3: And John never uses a parable, and that might tell us something about his intended <coughs> audience
0: and what he's doing with it. Yeah. Um so uh but it it is in, in all likelihood Jesus taught these same principles multiple times to his disciples. Yeah. Uh so I mean whether, you know, when people are like, well, this story is a little different from this story, but it's the same You know, it's slightly different in one gospel compared to another. He might have been teaching it multiple times, and they're just recording different Different instances. Exactly. Um, You know, so that's, I mean, how many times do we need to go over stuff before? I mean, I've gone over the parables. I don't know how many times. And every time I read them, I get more out of them. Right. Um, So I can only imagine that it would be. The same for the disciples. They would need to hear things. They're probably not all photographic learners. (laughs) Perfect retention. At least Peter wasn't, because, you know, he didn't ever seem to get it. (laughs) It's a joke.
3: Yeah, I can only imagine when we get to heaven what that's going to be like. To hear those parables...
0: Over and over.
3: Directly from...
0: Oh, man. Fantastic.
3: Huh. I don't know if I'm going to, you know fall at his knees or fall down.
0: I'm going to ignore that Rob is trying to trigger me with a Mercy Me song.
1: I can only imagine what he's doing.
0: Okay.
2: <clears throat> I can only ponder as to what this song is.
0: I I'm just going to wonder I think as Logan. we wander on to the next one. All right, so uh, <laughs> that was Rameses. Holy crap. Ay ay ay. So let's talk uh let's you you did mention this in the sermon. Uh speaking of things that have been mentioned. Uh <clears throat> you mentioned that we would talk a little bit about the Eastern and Western church. Uh, cuz you you mentioned that the uh this prayer the uh Jesus Christ have mercy on me a sinner uh that this got picked up and was used by the Eastern church a lot. Uh, yeah, so we're a big thing over there.
3: We are probably much more familiar for most of us the uh the western church which is the a roman catholic church uh eastern orthodox church is something we've probably have never heard of but we're not maybe not understand why there's an eastern versus and and
0: like it's just another
3: denomination <laughs> and, and really that's where the de- denominational split started
0: it's the og denomination mm. I mean, kinda, isn't it?
3: I yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. Um, so, the Eastern Church was was centered in Constantinople. Um, the Roman Catholic Church, the Western Church, in Rome. And uh, about a thousand fifty four, there was a the East West Schism. Uh, this was based in large part upon theological differences and really uh, whether the Holy Spirit uh, came only from the Father or through the Son as well, and and whether or not the uh, communion should be made with um, unleavened bread or leavened bread so th- so th- some there were some theological differences that start coming out and then some political differences start coming out and,
0: and exacerbate the problem yeah
3: um and you you really you had um I'm trying to remember who I know Peter was was seen as the
0: kind of the head figurehead of the the Roman Catholic right
3: Roman Catholic Church I don't remember who the figurehead was for Constantinople But, but that's uh, that's really where the the divide started, and and okay. really, I mean, to me, is, I you know I mentioned you know I don't ever want to divide over carpet. Sure. Um. But even the nuances of whether or not the Holy Spirit emanates from the Father only or through the Son, which there, I mean, there is a. There's scripture that seems to indicate That he emanates from both Um, That he works as an an agency for both But, you know, it's just um, I think the original apostles would have Probably rolled over in their grave That those are the kind of conversations That we're having and, And those are the kinds of conversations That we're having that that are dividing us, I guess. Absolutely. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I think I'd agree with that. It sounds a lot like uh, Paul calling out people for, you know, I follow Apollos, I follow Paul, I follow Peter. sounds a lot like him calling out those people and being like, yeah, no, 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 no. Let's Let's not divide there. So, all right. Eastern, Western Church, a little bit there. Go look up more about that if you're interested. Uh, Fasting. Let's talk about that real slow. Yeah, that's... (laughs) I tried. I tried so
1: hard not to laugh at it.
0: I'm sorry, you guys. Uh, (laughs) It's okay. We'll talk about it real quick. Real fast, if you will.
3: So there are a number of regular fixed fast days within um, the scriptures. Okay. Um, So you have the Day of Atonement. That's That's the only one listed within Torah, the first five books of the Bible. Okay. And then there are some other days that are identified in in Zechariah. Um, And so there's a fast day in the fourth month, the fifth month, the seventh month, and the tenth month. And then, um, and I guess according to the Talmud, these fasts were uh, obligatory only when the nation was under oppression, but not when there was peace for Israel. Mm. And then in the book of Esther, there's an additional fast day recorded uh, during Purim. Mm-hmm. And then the scriptures talk about uh, fasting, you know, for mourning or penance or supplication. And so, but these are really at the individual level. So you really only have what's... Six days of fasting, according to that, are prescribed. Okay. Not
0: a lot. N-
3: not a lot compared to the hundred and four fast days that. Th- that the Pharisees. That's a been. little bit more. Yeah.
2: Wouldn't it be more than a hundred and four too if they followed those six? Because those six probably wouldn't fall on the Monday Thursday. So oh. it'd be like a hundred up to a hundred and ten.
3: Yeah. Now I mentioned that. During Lent, I mentioned this not during the sermon, but during the announcements when I was talking about our next series. That that during Lent, Lent is there's 40 days of fasting, but the Lent period from Ash Wednesday to Good Friday is more than 40 days. In fact, there's seven Sundays in there, but they don't fast on Resurrection on day. Resurrection Sunday, or, or they don't. They fast, don't fast on Sunday. They don't fast on Sundays because that represents the resurrection to the to the early church. Yeah. In like manner, Jews do not fast on Sabbath on Saturday, other than for the Day of Atonement. Mm-hmm. The Day of Atonement. If it happens land on Sabbath, they will fast that particular day. Okay. But the other fasts, if it lands on a Saturday, they move the day. There you go. And so, to them, Sabbath is this preeminent celebration
0: hmm. reigns supreme. Interesting.
2: I have an interesting tangent. Okay. The fa- the. The way the fasting days were prescribed was in numbered months, but we added two months after the Old Testament was written. And so does do those fasting days occur, like the 10th one, does that occur in October or December? Because the 10th month arguably would be December because we added August and July.
3: Well, it's according to the Jewish calendar. So I, oh, I that didn't I did mention... Yeah, they've got a... <coughs> I didn't mention the name of the month because yeah. okay. for most of us that wouldn't I'm, I am i yeah. with it now.
0: Never mind. Good question though. Yeah. I hadn't I hadn't even considered that or remembered that the Jews were using a different calendar. So.
1: I didn't know they were using a different calendar.
2: I thought everyone I thought we westernized the
0: calendar verse. <laughs> well, we did, but they still keep their own. That's cool for the liturgical Good for them. Which yeah, and then you've got different liturgical calendar dates for the greek eastern they mm-hmm. they've got their own also if i remember correctly fascinating so. nice nice all right <clears throat> oh this will be this will be interesting all right so when we were reading through this parable uh we're talking about talking about this parable and rob was going to go to roughly write that this was this was the parable that exemplifies roughly right, which I agree completely. However, I would have probably initially gone to authenticity reading Mm -hmm. this parable. That was where I went. I was like, oh man, this screams of our authenticity core value. If you haven't noticed that we've worked a core value into every single one of these parable sermons, surprise, (laughs) we did. (laughs) Go back and check them out. (laughs) Yes, we did. Did we well, hit
3: all of them? We seven hit all of our core values, values and our twice. vision and our mission statement. Oh, by the way, that's seven in number.
0: Huh. Huh. How'd that happen? What
1: a nice number! A huh. perfect number, if you will. Huh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a complete sermon series! <laughs> Wait, so uh, did we hit
2: authenticity without this one? Did we hit authenticity? Yeah, we did. Oh gosh darn it!
0: You yep. gotta go look. I probably <laughs> won't look, but I should look. They're all listed in the bulletin. Oh,
2: way easier <laughs> to look.
0: Uh, you can find that online at missionridge.church. You just go click on that bulletin link, it's fantastic. You can also find all our care group cu- curriculum in there. Yeah. Just throwing that one out there, too, for anyone yeah. who might be interested. Uh, so I would have gone authenticity with this possibly. Although we did obviously want to get Roughly Right in there, and Roughly Right obviously connects. Well done, Rob. So, which got me thinking that there is definitely a connection between authenticity and Roughly Right. In fact, I'm going to throw out the statement. We'll see Mm -hmm. if you agree or disagree. Sounds spicy. We'll have a hot take. It's not really that hot of a take. It's like a lukewarm.
3: Most of the hot takes are not. Mildly temperate.
0: Hot take. uh, Mildly temperate take. Uh, I don't think you can have roughly right if you're not living out authenticity. Ooh, disagree. I
2: think it's the other way. I don't think you can be authentic unless you're roughly right.
0: Hmm. Okay. shall
2: you debate first?
0: Sure. <clears throat> All right. If I'm going to... Part of roughly right is acknowledging that we're not perfect. And I'm like me thinking like roughly right. I have to acknowledge that I am not going to let not being perfect at something keep me from taking ground for the kingdom. Right? Like that's the entire purpose of roughly right is that we are going to be okay with being not perfect. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're going to be okay being not okay. Right. In a sense. So if I am not able to authentically look at myself and say i'm not okay there then i'm going to live in this dysfunction and therefore i cannot actually live out roughly right i'm gonna be so hung up on that like i gotta be perfect i can't let anything i can't look wrong i can't look bad because of that i'm not gonna live out roughly right i have to live out authenticity
2: you know what the really funny thing is Okay, That's the exact same argument I have. Just, just the other way around? around. <laughs> <laughs> because if you're going to be authentic to who you truly are, it's a relatively accepted fact. Well, maybe they are okay, I'm adjusting my argument because you just <laughs> stated my argument. <laughs> I don't think roughly right and authenticity are necessarily two different things. Because if you accept mm. roughly right that you cannot be perfect... In order to be authentic, you have to therefore accept your imperfection. But in order to accept, once you accept your imperfection, in order to live out that imperfection, you must be roughly right. So they're like, co, they work together. They're like, maybe they're not, they're different, but they're like, they're cousins.
1: They're first cousins.
2: Yeah. Not second Mm.
3: cousins, first cousins. Well, here, so I'm looking at our core values. Authenticity, roughly right, is at the other end. This might be a, do we have what? a core
2: value. Chiasm?
0: Are our core values structured like a chiasm? Because you cannot tell me this was not intentional.
3: At the next level, sacrificial generosity and family?
0: Oh, man. Gosh, I feel like those two were interrelated at some point.
3: Oh, and right in the middle is unity and diversity. Oh, man. And they really all kind of.
1: You guys are such nerds. You did not. Did you really? <laughs> like, what the heck is
2: this nonsense?
1: Let's make a Kaya I of will our never values. tell if
2: that was intentional that was or in, not. I promise you that was unintentional. There's no way it was intentional. I promise I'm you. I'm looking at his face. There's no way it was intentional. I promise you it
1: was intentional because nope. I'm looking at his face. <laughs> no, <Don't>, you're interpreting <laughs> his face wrong, Jen.
3: <laughs> Logan, you can let us know who's right. I think later. Jen should present her argument, and then...
2: (laughs) And then Kyle will pretend (laughs) to present an argument and actually just
0: change his entire statement.
3: Kyle will say, well, you used my argument.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was fantastic. No, I I don't think you get one without the other, though, for sure. Now I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg.
2: What is the bigger umbrella (laughs) is unknown.
1: I think as you become more authentic, you become more comfortable and okay putting down the mm. need for perfectionism, mm. and roughly right becomes more of a badge of honor rather than a badge of shame.
0: Why you got a person so attack me like that? So there, I was
3: looking right at you the whole time. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> Jeez, use some eye statements. <laughs> I didn't. I yeah, didn't. she did.
0: I think that when Logan does this, <laughs> I still have a
1: book for you to read. <laughs> I still have an eleven foot pole to keep it away. <laughs> I'm sorry if it hit too close to home. I never said your name. <laughs> she just also never
0: blinked. Yeah, never blinked and used the pronoun you.
1: <laughs> it's a
3: group
2: you. It wasn't a you,
3: you. It Obviously, was a royal we. It was a royal we. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. it's There you go.
0: Authenticity cause... and roughly right. Anybody have any other thoughts on, on that one? <laughs> Jen's statement
2: built my original argument that. Authenticity breathes <laughs> roughly right. Oh my God.
1: Kyle, thank you for being a follower. <laughs> what? You're a <laughs> follower. I made the statement. <laughs> I made the statement. <laughs> oh. Yikes. I can't.
2: I can't. Let's talk about Jen's mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a segue. Wow. Hi, that Mrs. Was, Jen's mom. That
0: you was made me a, a very segue. happy person on we, this good Monday. We got, a, we got an email at info at which since I have joined, this mark podcast, this on your calendars that Friday, February thirteenth, twelfth, February twelfth, we got an info at Mission Ridge email. What a wonderful, <coughs> wonderful day. Uh, the uh, this comes from Jennifer's mother,
1: Marguerite.
0: Yeah, uh, she she signs it hugs Jen's mom, Marguerite. <laughs> Heart That's... emoji.
1: That sounds like my mom. <laughs> Classic
0: Jen's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Logan, Jennifer, Kyle, and Rob. We, wow. We got included. I was, listening to t- I was listening today to the footnotes and love you guys' energy. I was thinking as Jennifer and Kyle were doing the intro for Kyle and Jennifer, as they do, <laughs> that they should do an intro for Rob and the song Ancient of Days. We should utilize that one. Blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the Ancient of Days, if you remember this. You won't remember this probably, Kyle. Uh, no. I was gonna say, unless your church back in California was hung up on '90s praise songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, maybe, this is a
1: like, good peppy.
0: I mean, it's a solid. It's a solid entry into the uh, into the annals of of worship music. Mm-hmm. However, most churches probably not still singing this one. Yeah. So, go look up "Ancient of Days." I don't
3: remember that one either. <clears throat> and Who I'm sings that
0: one? I I can't tell you. I that was that Maybe. was early on in the life of Logan.
1: Right. Do you know That's what uh, song I That song
0: is ancient of days.
1: It, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's funny. Cuz it's
0: nonetheless. old. Nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, well, before what? Mrs. well, Jen's mom, I'm going to address <laughs> you personally. Before you had presented this song we could utilize, I've actually been working on intro music for the four of us.
0: Oh, my Lord.
2: So it, it's not finalized yet, but I actually had <laughs> thought of Rob's before today. So I don't know if you're familiar with an internet trend of the early 2010s by the name of Harry Potter Puppet Pals, but my my oh. idea for Rob's song would oh, be no. Rob, 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 Croyal! Rob, oh, Rob, Rob, Rob Croyal!
3: <laughs> we just lost three listeners. I
1: sh- <laughs> you just lost me. <laughs> I just don't even know what to do <laughs> with that. Yeah.
3: I
0: mean, I know, I know, I know the video. Yeah, you know the video. I know the video. I don't know the video. You don't, you know, don't know the video. Know the video? Oh, well, man. if
2: you're not familiar with the video,
0: just go look up Harry Potter
2: Puppet Pals. What's the YouTube. name of the video?
0: Just type that in. Yeah, I it should. Come up. It'll get you there. Okay type harry potter puppets probably brings it up yeah probably
1: we've talked a lot about harry potter today guys i don't
0: even know it was a magical podcast yeah basically well Uh, and thanks
1: mom for sending that email
0: making our day giving us letting us close on a high note
1: she originally had said, <coughs> called me and was like, I'm listening to the podcast right now, and you should you should tell the guys this. I was like, you should send an email. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll do Fantastic. it.
0: Fantastic. You made Kyle's day. You did. And, and you too and could quite make, quite make my day. possibly his year.
2: You too could make my day.
1: Send an email.
0: Info. <laughs> <laughs> At I was like,
1: <laughs> Bono's going to make your day?
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. All right. Fantastic. Well, this wraps up a pretty standard episode of Footnotes, we apologize. This is Heck what we've no, become. We're awesome. <laughs> mm, we're roughly something.
1: <laughs> we're roughly <laughs> awesome.
3: <laughs> right.
0: Nonetheless, keep running, Mike. Thanks for listening, Brent. I'm sure we did something wrong. Uh, Email us and let us know. Yeah, email us and let (laughs) us know. Yikes. Complaints can go to gussetliferotb.com. And uh, with that, we will be into our new sermon series of the last week. Next week. Excuse me. (laughs) Oh, we haven't You're not just going to drop
2: a new email and not tell me what it is?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I absolutely am.
0: (laughs) Thanks for joining us on this episode of Footnotes. We'll see you next time. Uh, You've been listening to Footnotes on the Mission Ridge Podcast. For more information about Mission Ridge, please visit our website at missionridge.church. Thanks for tuning in. We hope the rest of your week is straight up hashtag blessed. And that you'll join us again next week for more footnotes.